What's up, guys? It's Steven back with Mr. Iving. Um, welcome to the podcast for any new listeners. Uh, last week, we had Mr. Iving, and we spoke a little bit about his journey. This week, as I said last week, I wanted to talk to him about, yeah, his ministry, what he has pioneered here, and what he was able to do with uh, Circle Riders. And so here we are. Ivan, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk. Let's just jump at it. 11 culture. You know, I know you spoke about it the last session, uh, Proverbs 11.11. Take us right there from there. How do you just take a brand? Because anyone can brand anything. But you decide to make this like almost like your life, almost like verse, like a life thing that you build and call people to believe and to run after. So like that's huge. It's huge. It is. You it know, is. like even me, like if you before I met you, like if you said what's Proverbs eleven eleven, I wouldn't know. But now I know because why? Because this this man standing in front of me, right? So you have decided to do something wild and just pretty much brand Proverbs eleven eleven. Tell us why, and then after that we'll jump into like how did this collaboration happen? The story behind, you know, the circle riders. Uh, so. In Burundi, we, we we mostly talk about you know Burundi being uh, 80, 90 percent you know Christians, and when you look at um, the population and things that are happening, you know, uh, A B C D thing, corruption, A B C D stuff that are happening all over the country. You say, oh, this is not right because we once we are not nominal Christians because we have named Christians. Because when you look at the, when we they called Christians in Antioch, it's because they were different. They look at them and say, these guys have worked with Christ. You know, and so I was looking at, you know, um, growing up, seeing um, there are many unspoken, not only unspoken, unresolved, you know, issues in our countries and, and, and in s- Christian circles, not in, Christ- in Christian circles, even outside of Christian circles. And I was like, you know, we need to have people in different spheres of society who can represent Christ, who are Christians. Not because there's a name, but they really believe their values. They are like the Daniels, the Joseph, or their time. They can stand in the position of authority and influence and, and, and speak and say, hey, I believe in Christ and I won't change this. So it came out of that need and that urgency and say, hey, we need our young people because I believe the young people are the present and the future already. And and young people who are, are discipled and who can engage the culture, who can go into the culture and present the culture of the righteous, you know, in the world in Burundi and all over uh, the world. So that's that's mostly the story behind that. Come on, I love that. So let's go. So now you have this vision, you have this idea. God has already spoken to you. How do you go from that to now? I'm seeing you on a video in this global movement. They literally just helped put one of the largest gatherings. I mean, I was in Brazil with them and literally filled three stadiums in one day. Crazy, like sold out. The fastest selling stadium in six hours, they sold out. They had to get another stadium, sold out, sold out, three stadiums. So I know the kind of movement and the kind of like impact this ministry is making in the world, the circle riders, the send YWAM crew. So I see you on this video, just calling Burundians to do this festival. How did that happen? Like what, how did you get connected with them? How did your visions collide or come together? Tell me the story, like from the beginning to how it came to be. 
So I got a message from Jugush in 2017. It was back then. It was back then. It was four years, five years from now, I think so. So he was like, hey, man, I need to connect with you. So, man, me seeing a message from Jugush was like, oh, my God. Jugush is one of the leader in, in Kenya, Nairobi, who's been pioneering the youth movement, just to right. give them context. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing this message. So we don't talk because he was like, hey, can I get your number? Well, he disappears. Then 2019, 20, I think it was 19, he texts me and says, hey, bro, um, I'm, I'm here. I wanted to talk to you. Then um, we talk, and I'm like, man, I, I need content. Because that time I was like, man, because uh, I was like, this, this message of 11 culture of like, you know, having people going to do, because I was looking for different, not messages, because the Bible is our message, you get what I mean? But I was like, the, 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 the wordings I'll put into, how can I convey this message to my generation? I was like, well, the people are speaking the same thing I'm, I'm saying all over the places. I was looking, I was looking, uh, I was even checking on Andy Crouch. Does he have, you know, how can I put this in context, in my context? I was looking at these questions. So I talked with him. He's like, hey, so he sent me this website. Um, I think sent me the suitcase. He sent me the, um, the different uh, websites for circuit traders. I checked on them and I looked at the comment. I said, like, oh, cool, good. So I saw they were doing um, high school events. I didn't bother, but I looked at the content and I downloaded the content. I took some of the content that were uh, available. Then, um, 2020, I think, the end of 20, 2019, 20, um, I get a message say, hey, we want to do a prayer for East Africa. You say, you want to do a prayer? I say, okay, let's go. I'm in. I was like, okay, let's go. So I went to this, this Zoom call. So I, that's why I saw Michael. I'm like, okay. So I started praying. The first time we prayed, man, we... Prayed, 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 prayed for. And every time we'd meet and pray, I was just sense like God is doing something already in me. Not even for the movement, for in me. Then after, so I, they did like several uh, Zoom calls because it was then in COVID period. Uh, they did uh, Zoom calls, um, which we did. And then we couldn't, we couldn't talk all the time. But it, whenever I could miss a Zoom call, I'd be like, man, I just missed something. It was more like this connection of these guys who were speaking not the same language, but the, the same spirit. They were like, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, I don't know why. I didn't even know them. I just only knew in Jagush. Um, so it, one day we just um, hopped on a call with Michael. We only did one call. We talked, we shared about the heart of Burundi. He shared about what they were, they were doing. We connected. Only one call. Right. Only one call, man. Right. And we're like, um, we are believing for East Africa. And then the same, I think, the same year, right, right. the same year, no, it's the following year, Godo told me about, you know, about um, Nairobi. I was like, why Nairobi? Yeah. Okay, then after a few weeks, the guys were like coming for 21 Project. Yeah. They're like, we need you to come in Nairobi. Right. I was like, okay. So I went in Nairobi, met them. Uh, I'm this kind of guy who's just skeptical. And even for content, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just skeptical. I'm like, oh, wait. I observe, I pray, I'm like, I'm waiting. So I meet them, we talk, and these guys, um, I, what I love with a circuit traders, man, is the empowerment. Because the thing when you meet leaders, is a leader will show you, will show you how much he's far from you. Many of the leaders. But for them, they'll show you how much they are near you, and that you can be bigger than them. So my, I'm meeting Michael, we don't even know each other, but we have this this brotherhood connection, and and not like a fake real brotherhood, and you connect, and that trip in Nairobi was the f that first trip in Nairobi, 
and I get to meet like Njugush, I get to meet all these crazy people, leaders in Nairobi in one single week. I think I remember I had even to stop. I tell him, hey guys, tell Michael, hey guys, I need to digest this. So I took a whole day off because like I cannot meet all these guys because I'm meeting people who inspired me like DJ Moe's, you know, Njugush, you know, meeting Pastor Wagata. I think you should know Pastor Wagata in Nairobi. And I was like, man, God, what are you trying to show me? You know, uh, then we started praying for, for Burundi. So I went back home, nothing, nothing. Pray, paint the book. Then the Holy Spirit started showing me about young people rising and praying for their country. And I saw this big stadium filled with young people praying. Not like, not like an event where there's an artist. And I'm like only praying. Man, this dream, um, that day, I, it was a Sunday service. I had this dream and, and I, I started crying. The service ended. I didn't, I didn't go. I stayed at the front. I was crying. I was like, God, why are you showing me this? You know, why giving me, why are you showing me this? You know, show it to another person who is maybe who, who can pull up a move like that. Who can say, bring a stadium up. We've been doing events, but I was like, no, this is bigger than me. You know, I was like, no, what is this? So I wrote it down. I was like, God, whatever is going to happen, I don't know when. I'm believing for this. I cried because I was like, God, not me. It's like, I cannot do this. Choose someone else. Choose a pastor somewhere. Choose someone, this person, but not me. Then we started praying about that. Then uh, the second time, I went with the crew, one of the, one of the 11 uh, 11 culture crew in Nairobi for 21 project man boom down all of us were just down God was speaking to us and then from that time we started you know praying for Burundi dreaming for Burundi you know seeing salvation happening in Burundi and the thing what I saw is like let me see, let me share this is like um, in how they um, in how the message of freedom is is, access, is accessible like for Burundi like for example in Burundi the message of freedom is like something that you you We'll have a whole week, not a whole week, a whole month, like six months, preaching on that. So I'm meeting these guys who are preaching on freedom in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I'm like, what is this? What is, what? And I was skeptical. I was like, you guys, you just crazy. And I was seeing not only for other people, I was seeing God, you know, freeing me. Is the time I saw God freeing me for stuff that I was dealing with. You get what I mean? That really was like, oh, the Holy Spirit is saying that his power is available for every single person. No matter the time, it's like I can do it in 10 minutes, I can do it in 5 minutes, I can do it in 2 minutes. Have belief and have the simplicity to say it. So, man, we came back as a crew. Uh, we were just, you know, when you're you know, dreaming about something, you just dream. You're like, oh, we believe for this. But you're like, <laughs> you're like hmm, it takes work. When we started praying about it. And then that was 20, 2021. Uh, in November, um, the the um, Sukhothrada has a very sad news of Brand Brand. Um, that was November. We, so they are supposed to come in Burundi just to pray for the country before we do the event, which was big. It's like, hey, we're going to do a whole week of evangelism. <laughs> I was like, okay. So not only if not like young people preaching, you know, been doing events when you're calling people, hey, come and preach. They will come like three or five. You get what I mean? You know, like oh, we're going to have like. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are um, aiming for 10,000 people to get saved. And I'm like, okay, with who? With young people? Man, I was like, oh, let's go. So we're supposed to come in November. It didn't happen. Um, um, brand, brand, uh, it happened like that morning. Then I lost also my mom in December, the same year. And then, man, we, we pray about it. And I was like, 
then we, we had a call with Michael and, and, and Ian, Ian Ross, Kenneth Ross. And we told us like, hey, and all the thing with my mom was like, I can add this because uh, one of the things with my mom was she was saved, like really knew the Lord and she died in the Lord. And, and I said, hey, man, one of the things that I knew my mom would say, go for it. Even if in this season would be this, would be people getting saved. So December, January there in Burundi, we didn't even call activate. Crazy, bro. Crazy because, not because of um, the people, because of the Holy Spirit being available in the, the place. And seeing uh, people saying, hey, we are ready to go. And it was uh, uh, around a thousand people, young people coming in. And you had a crazy moment of worship and freedom, you know. And then January in, walked on it, walked on it. April we had the event. And the thing, let me say this, the thing is that in January, we I've seen people that seen I would been doing events in Burundi and I've been into like doing events and everything, but I've never seen this crazy type of faith. Where like for example, we met different people, we met even the first lady of Burundi <laughs> in less than four hours. <laughs> and that's crazy. Because normally you meet for a whole a whole week, two weeks. And it was just, you know, how this favor on God saying, hey, because we're like, we need to meet the mothers because I was the first former lady uh, of Burundi. We need, we need, wanted to meet the, the, the fathers and the mothers of, the, of, the, of faith in Burundi. And, and one of them was the first lady. And we met her in like less than four hours. We're like, God is speaking into this. So we did the event, man. It was crazy. We saw um, around a thousand young people, you know, being activated to preach the gospel. Young people from 16 years old, 18 years old, 17, that's that range, you get what I mean? Them being activated. We've seen people, you know, getting healed, you know, deaf ears, you get what I mean? We've, we've, we've seen, we've, we saw like crazy stuff happening, you know? And and we saw over, f like you saw 5,000 people getting saved. I mean, we were like, s never heard from me, I'll say, and seen in Burundi. And like, thank you, God. And that's that's the story. That's the story. I think I I gave the whole story. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. It's good. It's good. It's good. No, I I really love that. So like, for you, as you are seeing all these things unfold, I want to know like, what did God speak to you? So those people who maybe didn't get to really like, I didn't get to see the inner workings of what was happening in your heart when your mother passed, when Bram Bram passed, because like, I know of Bram Bram and and like everyone, but like. You know, I wasn't even, you know, in the States in a sense, you know, to see and feel what you guys were feeling. But as that was being finished, as everything was being cleaned out out of that tempest field, what was the, the Lord speaking to you? Like, what do you feel like is next for Burundi? You know, um, now that you've seen this, right, what do you feel like God is speaking over this country? Personally, I will say um, one of the things that I had was like, because I think uh, sometimes we... We manufacture events because we, and we want to do th events for the sake of events. We want to do a gathering. And when I saw the event, you know, um, uh, you know, happening, even on the last day of the event, I, those, the Lord spoke to me and say, um, and you thought this was big? Yeah. It's like, there's more. Right. You know, it's like, I wanted you to see this so to understand that you, there's nothing you cannot do if you help me, you can do anything. And you have to believe for your country. And I was like, 
so you told me that you can do because it was a, like a whole week event training four um, days of outreaches in four different locations and doing a three days festival and I was like oh so you sh- wanted to show me this that there's more than this so it was more like God saying uh, I can do exceedingly above what you think what you have hoped what you prayed for and not only I can do it but I also will do it in a in a way that you never thought I would do it so that was more of like the uh, the uh, the heart but also uh the the legacy because you see when um let me say uh, when you lose someone you are in a set where you don't feel hope but i would say this maybe someone who are, who are here who are listening to this podcast um get them to, to grieve but do something that will make um i won't say the person who pass proud but i'll say something that is worth and that is winning people to Christ. Because death is just, a, a, I would say, passage. We're going, there's, there's another life. There's a, an afterlife. Let me use the word afterlife. You know, we don't die as we are alive in the Lord. So I think whenever you win someone to Christ, it's like someone is being born again. And that's very key. And that's very huge. Dude, so my man, like, if people want to connect with you, uh, some of the people in my community, I mean, we have listeners in the U.S., in India, in the Gulf, you know, um, what would you say to them? How can they connect with you? How can they, you know, you know, in a sense, do you have, like, social media profiles? Are there places that people can find you? Yes, I do. Um, my Twitter is Arving Muller. Arving is I-R-V-E-N-G. Uh, do you say slash? I think slash Mula M U L L A. That's my re- Twitter. My Instagram is uh, Arving, but it's different. It's Arving Ruragahie. I will spell it. Arving is I R V I N G. Ruragahie is a Kirundi name. Which, uh spell it. It's R U R A G A H I Y E. So that's a Kirundi name. So Ruragahie. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. And then yeah, yeah. That's awesome, bro. Thank you so much for coming on i'm excited to actually get to meet your team and see how we can learn from each other i'm sure um yeah like we are starting to do more stuff here in burundi as well because it's like the homeland you know for me it's like so important to invest back in my homeland so i'm excited to see i mean most of you guys as you listen you'll be hearing more from mula in the days to come or ivering he prefers ivering yes (laughs) um so i think because you know living in india pakistan is right there you know so mula is actually like like a popular name mm, not popular mm. i would say but like it's like a name mm, that mm. people have as a last name so um but yeah thank you so much bro and uh we'll be thank connecting you, thank you man yes, thank you sir. so much